0: guys, I'll be streaming every single night at 11 o'clock Pacific Time on my other channel called Theory Talks. In today's video, we're going to be talking about something that has been debated for a very long time, and that's what if Ahsoka went to Mustafar to talk to Anakin or fight Anakin before Obi-Wan, or instead of Obi-Wan. Now, I did a fan fiction on this just a few days ago. It's been animated in Clone Wars style... Well, animated in Clone war style action and uh, cartoon. And I'd love for you guys to check it out if you haven't already. But essentially, what I want to say about this, because I think we'll see some sort of iteration in this in the Ahsoka show, or maybe in the World Between Worlds. So the debate amongst fans is that if Ahsoka had gone to Mustafar, then she would have been the one that would be able to turn Anakin back to the light from the dark side, from doing everything he was doing. And in my opinion, you know, we're going to get to it, but in my opinion about Obi-Wan, I think that he was probably the worst guy for that moment. And he was fine. Anakin was okay. He was going to actually go with Padme. And he thinks about this in the novel Dark Lord, The Rise of Darth Vader. Now not a canon book, but it did come out during the time of George Lucas. And he's in the Jedi Temple, Vader is in the Jedi Temple after Revenge of the Sith. And he is thinking to himself, if only Obi-Wan hadn't arrived on Mustafar, if only Obi-Wan hadn't shown up, then he would have gone back with Padme, they would have raised their child in Naboo. Now, whether he believes this fully or not, doesn't matter. But the fact is that he actually says that, and he actually gives himself a what-if scenario if Obi-Wan didn't show up. Now, Obi-Wan, in my opinion, really ruined that moment because, for many reasons, for the fact that he was just very set on killing Anakin. Sure, Anakin did a lot of bad things, but he didn't really actually try to talk to Anakin in that moment. And I think Ahsoka would have done that. And don't get carried away. You, you don't know my answer yet about Ahsoka. There's an answer which will, I think, end all the debate. So, with Obi-Wan, he was like, I will do what I must, blah blah blah. They were t- Every time Anakin was talking to him and giving him these answers, Obi-Wan just kind of said, okay, well, you know what? I'll do what I must. And, you know, then over the lava on the pods. Anakin, the Chancellor is evil. From my point of view, the Jedi, evil, well, then you are lost. It's like, well, instead of saying that, maybe he needs a little more negotiation. They call him the negotiator. He needs a little better of negotiation with Anakin, knowing that Anakin is a really unstable state right now. And I think he could have been a little more soft, knowing that he has a role in Anakin's life where Anakin kind of blames him for a lot of things. And we can get on that in another scenario, another video, because there is a lot of merit behind it. And a lot of people might be saying, well, you're an Anakin fanboy. Well, no, you just have to really understand the character from the their point of view. And I can do this with any character. I can go into their mind and be like, well, this is how they're seeing things. And this is why it makes sense for them. But for the other person, it doesn't. So from Anakin's point of view, they had constantly been holding him back. They took him away from his mother. They didn't let him go back to his mom. Every time he wanted to go to his mom, Obi-Wan said, be mindful of your thoughts. Your thoughts betray you, blah, blah, blah. In the end, she died. They were constantly holding him back. In the books, with his training, he was more powerful than the masters that were training him. And he had to constantly dumb himself down for the students around him and for the trainers because he was too powerful. But then they'd always call him the Chosen One, they'd give him an apprentice, they'd call him Master Skywalker, and then they would deny him the rank of Master, which he wanted for title and respect, of course, but also he wanted access to the restricted section so that he could maybe learn how to cheat death and save his wife. There's so many reasons why Obi-Wan was like the worst person for Anakin, right? And so that's why I think Anakin could have potentially had a better chance on Mustafar to turn back to the light if Obi-Wan maybe talked to him a little bit. He was pretty far gone, for sure. But I think Obi-Wan could have been a little more tolerant if he wanted to turn Anakin back. But I'm pretty sure he just wanted to kill him at that point. So let's say Ahsoka went to Mustafar. Here's the answer right here. It wouldn't have worked who went there? It doesn't matter. The only person that could have saved Anakin was Padme. And that got interrupted because of Obi-Wan. The reason Ahsoka could not save Anakin, even though she's closer to him, or you might think or whatever, and she might be able to be a little more diplomatic and negotiate with him a little bit, a little more soft with him, you know, take his ego out of the equation, is because he had to. Anakin had to kill her. Kill every single Jedi. If he didn't do what must be done, he wouldn't understand lock the powers to save Hadme. This is what everyone forgets. It's not like he was some crazy tyrant that was doing all of this for fun. He was literally crying on Mustafar. The reason is because he's done all of these atrocious things. He's turned this life from when he was this little boy on Tatooine that wanted to save his mom and be, you know, a space wizard to now slaughtering the younglings and the Jedi and turning his back on his friends and killing everyone. But all in the name of unlocking the true dark side. Because if you do enough horrendous things, this is why I do didn't have yellow Sith eyes. He had them once in the Clone Wars, okay? But he never had them in the movies, and he was never a pure, true Sith. The reason is because he didn't do horrendous things like this, whereas Anakin had to. It's not like he just went to the dark side and was like, well, I'm just gonna kill everyone. He had to, man. He had to push it so freaking far to the point where he was breaking on the inside, because he knew if he did things that were so evil and dark, then he'd be able to unlock, hopefully, from what Sidious promised him, the power to save the one he loves. So, Ahsoka, Obi-Wan, doesn't matter matter. Anakin would have to continue to be in the dark side, otherwise Padme would die. And that's what he thought. So for him, there was no other option. It was just about, hey, if you're in my way of saving Padme, I don't care who you are. You are stopping me from unlocking this dark side power. And the only way to do that is to kill and do these horrible things. Then you are in my way and you are going to die. If you're not with me, then you are my enemy. And so if you understand this, it doesn't matter who was in front of Anakin in that moment. It could have been freaking Insidious. If Sidious was like, "Hey, I think you're going too too much to the dark side. You can't do this anymore." Anakin then might have been like, "Uh, no. I got to kill you. I got to I got to save my wife. I got to learn the power to cheat death, and I can only do that by doing all of this horrendous stuff." So it's like Anakin really had to do that. He had to plunge himself into a very, very, very dark place. And in pursuit of this, what happens? He gets chopped up and burned alive by Obi-Wan, left to die. So you can imagine how much he hates Obi-Wan Kenobi now, that he wasn't able to complete his task. His wife dies because of Obi-Wan holding him back again. And so now you guys can maybe understand a little more about Anakin and what really is going on in his mind. That's at least how I rationalize it with my own head and the movies and the books and the comics and, uh, you know, 26 years of, like, theorizing about it. But I think it wouldn't make a difference if Ahsoka was there or not. I think the only person that could have really turned Anakin back was Padme. But then Obi-Wan showed up and Anakin got really angry. And when he gets angry, all he sees is red. And especially if he's already in the dark side, he's not controlling himself anymore. You know, he's ready to explode. It's been 20-something years of him just, like, pent-up rage and him controlling himself. When he was a kid, he couldn't do much. Watto, the huts, being a slave, being a Jedi, like, he couldn't do anything. They didn't let him do anything. They kept holding him back. So, obviously, he, he freaking exploded, man. And people are like, oh, how could he do this? It's like... Dude, he literally was like a slave all of his life. He was a slave to Wato, he was a slave to Jabba, then he was a slave to the Jedi. Now he's a slave to his emotions, pretty much always been. Now he's also a slave to the dark side and to Palpatine. Like what kind of a life has he had? It's really the tragedy of Darth Vader, this whole thing. So it's like the guy has a very sad story, very sad life, and people don't really see that. So I don't think it would have mattered if Ahsoka was there. If she tried to fight him, he'd kill her. And if she tried to turn him back, I don't think he would, because he had to do it. So that's what what I think about that let me know if you agree or disagree do you think Ahsoka could have really actually turned him back to the light and been like you don't need to do this we'll find another way blah blah blah. possible but I really don't think so I think he was on that path and he was set and locked and uh there was no other way to change him so hope you guys enjoyed my thoughts leave a like on the vid check me out on Star Wars Theory podcast on Spotify and iTunes and I'll see you all in the next video until then remember the force will be with you always